Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining us, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Howdy-ho. And your co-host, Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm your guy. And your co-host, Spaz. Not a space cat, and I do not have lasers on my head, unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah, none of us are space cats. And already he we're dropping frames. And already we're dropping frames, guys. I apologize for that. It's Tuesday. Uh, not much I can do about it right now. Um, but we have some guests with us. Uh, we have two people from Vancouver, Canada, and one from Sao Paulo, Brazil. So first off, our friends to the north in Canada. Uh, first, we have artist Daniel. Hello. Hello. And then we have programmer Guy. Hi there. And just to let you know, I am a space cat and I do have lasers. <laughs> how, 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 are you, how are you dealing with the computer? With, with, with just pause? Uh, it's tricky, but, but, it, but I managed to do it. I developed the system. Seen, have you ever seen Piano Cat? It's the same thing. And also joining us from Brazil, we have the sound designer and composer, Tiago. Was I close? Yeah, no, no, it's perfect. Oh, good. I'm flying with my synthesizer from space in the dirt streets of Sao Paulo. <laughs> and the funny thing is, right now, Daniel, you are joining us from an Uber, right? You are in Chicago. <laughs> no, no, I'm from Santolo. <laughs> ah, so yeah, folks- Brazil's one of my favorite places because they've got like the wax industry down there. So oh. Brazilian <laughs> high quality. No, it's the highest quality wax in the world. You've probably never heard that one before, Tiago. <laughs> uh, um, all I know it's is. Smooth. All I know is Brazil is where Marina Bacarina you know, comes from, and that's really all I need I, to know. That's really I honestly, all. I'd never heard that joke before. That was <laughs> really funny. <laughs> good job. That's the first time for everything. You got me, Jim. That was and, good. Yeah, Marina told it to me. <laughs> you know Marina? Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, she's I got to meet her once. Just once. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, she, I heard she's quite mean. No, she's very nice. Even okay. even somehow prettier in person. I don't know how, but somehow prettier in person. Uh, folks, we're here to talk about a uh, twin stick arena shooter called Laser Cats. No, Space Cats with Lasers. Laser Cats. Oh, jeez. I am so tired today, folks. I apologize. Just so much is going okay, on. Laser Cats can be the it's, sequel, maybe. It's Laser Cats the musical. Laser, <laughs> Laser Cats you know, actually I'm, wouldn't be a bad name for something. I'm really... I need to know what the narrative is here because the cat is riding on a piece of cheese. Now, traditionally, that would be where the mice would be perched. So, uh, is is he keeping the cheese from the mice? Why why is the cat flying a cheese ship? That's probably why the mice are attacking him. I guess. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it's just taunting. You know, he's like, "I bet you want a piece of this, so <laughs> <laughs> come get it." Um, um, meanwhile, I'll shoot lasers at your face, that kind of stuff. Sounds legit. So this That's is good, good. good folks, explanation. Sure. Folks, this is actually, in reality, two games, because there's uh, the 2D version 
called Space Cats with Lasers, The Outer Space. And then there's uh, the VR version, which I don't think any of us have tried because, um, well, I don't have VR. Um, yeah, and then whenever Microsoft comes out with that augmented reality headset that they're doing, there'll probably be a third version, but it'll just put like a red dot on the floor and you have to chase it around. <laughs> that would be... Actually, let me note that down, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah, a plan. That'd be, a, that'd be actually a good thing to put in the arena, like a red dot shows up and all of a sudden you can't control your ship. Because yeah, the cat's falling okay, yeah, so, exactly. so, so here's the get rich quick 99 cent Android app idea. It, you, it, you just turn on the camera and then you put a red dot in the middle of the screen and it's a cat simulator. And then you just like <laughs> hold your phone and run around. And you're... <laughs> well, 99 cents impulse buy. Game of the year. And a fidget spinner. And, a fidget yeah. spinner. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> Called back. So, um, so this game just came out recently. How long has it been in development? How long have you guys been working on it? Uh, I think the VR version, which wasn't a VR version when it started, was around September-ish, October-ish, or October. And it was a desktop version, which became the VR version, then went back to being the desktop version. Yeah, the development of this game was very, very... It was full of pivots. It started as a desktop game, became a VR, and became a desktop again. And, uh, yeah, that's where it's stand now. Two different separate <laughs> games, one VR, one desktop. But one started in September, and they released before the end of the year. And then about January, mid-February, we, we started working on the desktop version. Mm-hmm. And uh, are they essentially the same game? Are there diff- any differences between oh, the two no. game- gameplay-wise? No, the VR one is is more like a gun game kind of thing, except instead of a gun, you have a cat on a piece of cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like space cat pirate trainer. Yeah, kind of. It's just different uh, enemy types, and you know, need to know how to deal with each enemy type. Yeah, the main difference between uh, Space Cats, it's more similar to uh, uh, Shortex, which is from mm-hmm. the, the Valve Labs. Uh, the idea is that it, on Space Pirate Trainer, your entire body is a collision box, right? But when you're playing Shortex or Space Cats, uh, you only need to worry about the controllers. So you just need to be dodging with your hands, but not with your entire body. Huh. Well, yeah. I think what the world needs is actually Star Trek Bridge Crew, except with cats. <laughs> and, well, we should talk about a modding. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I would pay money for that mod for Bridge Crew, because if you just, I mean, because they, they've got like, you know, dogs playing poker and cats shooting pool. I've seen the pictures. Um, you know, why not Star Trek cats on the bridge? Right. Yep. Now, now, I have to say, these are these are very reasonably priced. Which is which is really nice. I'm sure uh, that that helps with sales because you're definitely probably below most people's impulse level. Yeah. Do um, you get the the VR and the other version together as a bundle when you buy it? Uh, no, is that it two is separate products. There's no bundle for that. Maybe there should be. It's a good point. There are two separate products. Wow. Yeah. There's actually 
there's there's the two games and the soundtrack, so there's three products. I have to get the soundtrack because it's awesome, by the way. Aww. Well, there is a Buy All the Games bundle, which has the VR version oh, and this there? along with Rocket Fist and What the Box. Yeah. Oh, so that is a thing. It's only $6 right now. Um, if, you own, yeah, if you own one of the games, and it's only $6.36 currently. Right. Why? <laughs> is Rocket Fist like you play a giant Japanese robot like Mazinga and shoot your fist and fly it? <laughs> not if, really, if no. Not, you play a very yeah. small robot, but he does throw fists. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Aptly named. He, he looks a little bit like a small iron giant, a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's a little sphere. But I guessed correctly, though, about a robot shooting its fist, though. Yeah, that, that part is. <laughs> so with Space Cats with lasers, it's like a basically it's kind of an arena shooter, but with 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 um, light RPG elements. Because if you if it looked like if you did well, not only do you get some like currency with which you can um, uh, get new, like you don't have to fly in cheese, you can fly in other things, but it's in game currency. But you also get power ups um, that are persistent as you go. Are those mm-hmm. persistent between matches, or is that just in the as long as you're alive in this uh, string of matches? That's how long the power ups last. Only as long as you're alive in these matches. Oh, okay, it's not persistent between runs. And yeah. and the, the the currency for the different outfits it's it's mainly customization. They don't they don't uh, improve your cat in any ways. So that's right. that's where the upgrades come in. I'm sure a cat would tell you they can't be improved in any way. They're already perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I really yeah, did are there, like. Are there? Sorry, go ahead. Are there times when the like you just hit the controls and the cat just refuses to listen? <laughs> no, but there is a there funny thing on the VR version that depending on how you hold the the, the cat controller. To, uh, because we use a different animation for his hat, so he can look at different places. But depending how you how you hold the controller, the cat can just look the other way where he's shooting, like <laughs> denying like your controls. But not not on the desktop version, no. unfortunately. See the the one uh, problem that I've had with it is like so much asteroids when I was a kid, right? And then other games, you know, Void Expanse and uh, other games that where. When you have a triangle on the screen, I expect like W key is going to go forwards, and it took me about a half hour of playing it before my my brain rewired mm-hmm. to like you know WASD is just up down left right and not turn left turn right go forward. Um, it, it's like even though I knew better, it's it's like I kept <laughs> trying to revert to the old school. Once upon a time in this game, that's how it worked a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time, it was actually uh, based on asteroids. You can see the the little balls of yarn over there. They were the asteroids of the game. Now they're not. <laughs> so now do, they're you, not. do you still have them in there? Like I would incorporate some. There's an enemy some that asteroids throws, levels. There's an enemy that throws the yarn balls, and you can actually destroy them. And they, <laughs> I don't they know if they still be- turn into two. Yeah, they turn into two. So the same idea, the same mechanic is there. But it's an enemy that spawns those asteroids. So it doesn't come as often. It's not the main thing that you do, but it does come um, mm-hmm. on higher waves. It does appear. 
So what okay, is so so realism is so at a premium here. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so not what to be is a now what is, uh, Jim did ask this before we start? Uh, what is the story uh, behind the game? Why are you a cat flying around on a piece of cheese shooting at mice? <laughs> Why aren't you a cat and flying? At mice? <laughs> <laughs> well played. Excellent answer. Well played. Got a choice. Okay, that's great. No, we, we, podcast is over. We're done. When they said. <laughs> What do you want to grow up to be? Like, I didn't know the full spectrum of choices. I just thought, like, you know, astronaut, fireman, yep. policeman, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I could actually be a cat. Be a on a cat piece of cheese flying in cheese, yeah. It's like astronaut plus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you be? No, so yeah, how I, I don't know why. <laughs> why is Mario a piper? And a piper? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair because I, I, I was just wondering if there was a thing that tied the levels together now, or it's just but I guess like this kind of harkens back to like you know Berserk and Smash TV where it's like no nah, there's really no story it's just yeah, it's put a bunch of stuff in an arena that. and shoot yeah. at yeah. it just have why, why has nobody made a faithful remake of Smash TV in all these years. Well, there's that next Machina game that the guy that yeah, made Smash well, they, TV. There's made. a lot of twin stick things, but, but it, oh, that's actually from the Smash TV guy. Yeah, yes, but is. I couldn't get it oh, to run. Well, wait, I, re- I refunded wait, it. Wait here while I. Uh, while <laughs> it refused to run on my machine. I had to refund right. it actually, which is really sad because I love Smash TV like a lot, and uh, so yeah, there's a long pedigree of uh, twin stick shooters. So. I, I guess I have to ask. Um, then, then why did you pick cats? And I mean, cats are great, but I mean, was it to differentiate yourself from other twin stick shooters? Was I mean, did you see a cat one day and like that'd be fun to <laughs> have it shoot at rats in space? I mean, how, how did the thought process come along that made this game happen? Well, originally it was um, it was made for a game jam. It was pretty much asteroids. A recreation of Asteroids of Online Multiplayer, which eventually it wasn't Online Multiplayer anymore. Uh, we're thinking, it was me and Thiago talking at this point, and we're thinking of uh, how to make this more appealing to to people, how to make this more fun, more interesting. And we thought of this cats with synthesizers meme, and it's like, oh, it'd be funny if, like, instead of ships, it was cats flying around on different things. And so, yeah, Brazil, not only known for its quality wax, but it's also quality marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are we are really dope. <laughs> we want we were dope, but uh, uh, the idea born uh, with the mini uh, uh, space cats with synthesizers flying on the space. Then uh, I, I told Daniel the idea, and Daniel uh, on off, uh, starting to to create some bizarre ideas for to complete this one, like flying a burrito <laughs> and use yeah. hats and another crazy things. Yeah. See, you guys don't lack for like t-shirts that you could brand. Oh my God. Logo. Where are the Just shirts? Go on Amazon I need, I need a shirt for, like, of this. A cat. I, need, I need, I need to, <laughs> I need an 80s style. I need an 80s style arcade t-shirt. Yeah. Tie dyed t-shirt with a cat surfing on a piece of cheese, shooting lasers. Oh, oh man! Something you would have seen in the cat. Something you would have seen kids wearing at the putt putt back in 1983. That's that's the kind of shirt I need 
uh, for this game. Now, one thing that I thought was neat that I haven't seen a lot of other games do is, I don't know if it's a shield, but it's some kind of mechanic where, like, the, this this little this little mice mouse thing comes along, and he provides a shield to all the other guys around him, and you got to kill that guy to then kill all the other guys, which I really yeah. haven't encountered in a game like this before. How'd you come up with that? Huh. Yeah. So the idea is that we wanted to, well, because we're a small team and there's only so much we can do. So we were always thinking when creating new enemies, things, uh, enemies that could change the entire like playground. Um, and that one was one very interesting that changed the entire dynamic. So you would be focusing on something. And because the, the enemies are randomly generated, the, the encounters, uh, sometimes that enemy would come and then it would pretty much change the entire, uh, how, how you were um, fighting. And we found that was very interesting, the, the dynamic. So we just decided to, to keep it. And it was, I don't know, it was just a happy concept that became a, a good enemy. No, it works out well. It works out really yeah. well because you know you're shooting all these guys, and next thing you know, oh god, they all have shields. I got to find the one guy that's giving them shields, yeah. and oh, this other guy shooting missiles. Good strategy to it. Yeah, right. yeah, it does. So the levels you said are randomly generated. So like, how many levels would it take to get through a full run, like to all the bosses and whatnot? Is there like a set number or anything? Eleven. That's that's pretty yeah. good. I never got They're more than two not, or three. I never got more than like two, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It gets There's hard. no limit when it comes to waves. You can literally keep playing as oh. as long as you want. Oh, as long as you can. Yeah, uh, let me see. But, but it gets really, really hard really quick. But uh, when you get to the wave 10, you do meet the, the, the big boss. Um, who's, the, who's the big boss? And by big yeah. boss, you mean... Like Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's King Pug, actually. Wait, it's a pug? pug. It is a pug. Oh, God. Yeah. It's a get... cyborg pug. Okay, I'm going to have to get this for my uh, my fiance's sister's husband, because he loves pugs. <laughs> so anything anything with a pug, I have to get for him. So I definitely <laughs> have to get this for him. He will love it. Because they have a three-legged pug, and it's the cutest fucking thing. Aww. It's the cutest fucking thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so fucking cute. So how many different enemy types are there in the game? Uh, Jesus. Twelve. There are six enemy base types and, and one variation for each. So, yeah, um, about twelve. And if you add the, the boss, thirteen. There are seventeen, actually. Seventeen? Yeah. Oh, God. Is that so? <laughs> okay, that's so. I'm, I'm looking at a list that I made for Aster. So, oh, okay. yeah, cool. there are 17, including the boss. There are 16 normally. That's that's still pretty great. And uh, I, I, I do have to make a special comment to the sound design, because I did say that, that the music was great, but the sound design, like the lasers and like when the, when the little guys blow up and stuff, is really, really great. So, so how much work went into the sound design? Because this is a very whimsical game, so you couldn't just use the standard sounds, I'm sure. Oh, Thiago has left us. <laughs> oh, did he? Uh, yeah. I, oh, that's I, unfortunate. I hope he didn't have any problems. 
like connection. I guess the Uber and connection stuff, right? It's probably dropped off. Oh, he was in the. So, yeah, I can't really talk about the sound design without him. Ah, uh, because that's that was that was really great. Was the sound design? That's good. Uh, I'm glad you think so. Oh, I gotta say, folks, for three dollars, this is a really this is a really solid experience. Like, if you're looking for like smash TV with a sense of humor, and I gotta say, we've been inundated with space games of late. Uh, a lot of space games, and it's great. Hmm. But so few of them have a sense of humor. So few of them uh, refuse to take themselves too seriously. That's one of the reasons I wanted you guys on the show is because mm-hmm. this is such a whimsical I'm, – I'm going to use that word. This is such a whimsical <laughs> game. Um, so, so what, what – I mean we, we talked about the, the origins, but like – was it hard to not go more serious as you were making this, or was it really easy to just get sillier as you went? We might have gone too serious, even. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? could have been, it could have been worse. could have been yeah. more whimsical, if you might say so. Uh, that was actually a complaint I heard from some people. It's like, oh, yeah, the game is good. Like, it's a little funny, but then there's not. Like, it should be more funny and more outrageous in the Silly. middle of the game. What? It's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty fun. I mean, you can't make it too ridiculous, or else it gets like there's a there's a line. You know, you don't want to get too ch- cheesy. Is there? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't want to get so cheesy that like it's it's too ridiculous for even to be fun. You know, like you want to. Yeah, yeah. I think I think <laughs> we didn't find the line, though. I think the line was was still further away <laughs> yeah i think there are also two lines right there's the ridiculous line and if you go below then everything's just i don't know i want to be the boshy super silly or but there's also the line too serious because if you're starting to make too much sense and be too serious players are just going to expect you to be serious so we just stayed on that like range which is like silly but it still makes sense all the enemies have the same base type and um, the the rats fighting cats, which makes sense. And there's a pug, which is the, the <laughs> king that controls all the rats to fight the cats. So <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a silly uh, concept, but it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So um, well, the beauty of it uh, is it doesn't have to make sense. It's true. <laughs> that that is true. It doesn't have to make sense. So you said you made this for a game jam originally, I believe? Originally, like a long, long time ago, it was a small Asteroids game made in 10 hours. What en- Which engine did you guys use for this? Uh, Unity. Okay, that explains it. Because uh, there are a lot of Unity games, and I'm, mm. I'm getting to the point now where I can kind of tell a Unity game. <laughs> like, oh, Unity. <laughs> uh but the nice thing about Unity is probably easy to work with. Um, I put on the Twitch uh, on the Twitch chat a, a link to the original game, Shooteroids. Shooteroids, really? Oh my god, there it is! It, it was pretty much just Asteroids Online. Well, there's not enough of that. I mean, what is that one <laughs> game? Um, that top-down game that's online that's been around forever around since the 90s. God, I can't remember it now. Mm. I uh, have to look it up. But um, now this looks this looks awesome. So you took a basic asteroids clone and said this needs cats. 
basically. Yes, <laughs> 10 lasers. <laughs> one thing I really liked is, I don't know if all Unity games have done this, because I haven't really done it myself, but one thing I liked is it was seamless to switch between the, uh, the keyboard mouse and the gamepad. Is that a Unity thing, or is that something you guys specifically designed? Cause it's a, a programmer thing. <laughs> it's not like... It's not a Unity thing. It's something that the programmer can do. Yeah. Well, well I appreciate it because in the middle of my run, I found I was much better with the mouse and keyboard than I was with the gamepad. <laughs> yeah, it is easier to aim with the mouse. Yeah, but it was nice to try both. You know, and, that, and that's kind of mm-hmm. how we started with the twin sticks is you had the twin sticks. That's why they call it, you know, with the... so. It kind of makes sense to start with a gamepad. But, yeah, yeah, I really liked how fluid it felt. Um, the, the shooting felt really satisfying. The controls felt really uh, smooth. So, you, I mean, you could tell a lot of work went into the, um, the feel of the combat. Yep. Definitely. Quite a bit of work. <laughs> and so, balancing the enemies as well, um, all of that. Took, took quite a bit of time. So now, so it's not in early access. It is out, right? I, I think I saw that. Yep. It is not okay. And so, is there anything coming for it soonish? Like any any expansions, DLC, anything like that? Like we're going to see more Space Cats or another VR game? Like because you could totally make a franchise out of this. <laughs> totally make yeah, a franchise. We released the little update not too long ago, but mostly fixing bugs. I don't think we're adding any more content to it. Yeah, not not at this point. We might mm-hmm. we, we might add stuff later on, but at this point, we're just trying to make it a solid experience and fixing bugs that players encounter along the way. Um, mm-hmm. That that's what where we focus on right now. How's the how's the reception been so far? Uh, people seem to like it. The people that did play it, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't very. It wasn't a lot of people that played it. So, yeah, it's a mm. small reach. Well, it's probably it's probably hard to get visible. We've been talking to a lot of developers about this. So it's probably mm-hmm. hard to get some visibility on Steam. I would reckon. Yeah, like it is right now, and also because of the the whole green light thing going on. Uh, there were so many developers pushing games lately. Oh, I yeah. feel like that it's it, it got even harder. It, it was already hard, and the last few months was were particularly hard. Yeah, didn't they approve like before they shut it down? They approved like three thousand some games, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, they they like they went through and said, "Oh, you're approved. You're approved. You're approved." So now there's going to be two thousand more visual novels. And and five, seven seven hundred more anime games. <laughs> eh. Yep. I, oh god, damn it! Looking at the reviews, were all positive. All of the reviews recommend the game, but there's only seven reviews. And they're all good. They're all really positive, though. Yeah, they're all they're yeah. all positive. But yeah, with only seven, you're not going to get a lot of. Um, and if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you don't review your favorite games, please review your favorite games. It helps. Yes, yeah. it's good for the developers. They yeah, with that, yeah, with that few reviews, you don't get to see the overall like overall positive. You know, you gotta have a you yeah. gotta have a, you gotta hit a threshold. Steam uh, doesn't show the games very well if it doesn't reach a minimum of reviews. I think it's like ten or fifteen or something. 
Well then, folks, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, this game is $3. Three, three. Not 30, not 13. Well, on sale, it's probably even lower. Is it on sale? Oh, it's not on sale. No, it just released and the summer sale was too close, so I couldn't put it on sale for summer sale. Yeah, it came out in the end of May. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? Way too close. That's, that's got to be weird, though. Like, I, we have talked to, the, to other developers about this, too. Like, you got a big sale coming up. What do you do with your game if it just came out? Uh, like yeah. weeks before the sale, you can't you can't really discount it in the yeah, sale. Yeah, you can't. Like, there's a game. Actually, on- you're. Yeah. So go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, you're right. I was just uh, just agreeing with him, sir. Because because there's a game I follow, and like he has a bunch of DLC, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to discount the main game and the older DLC, but the DLC that just came out, I'm not going to discount that because then people will will think it doesn't have any value." It's got to be a yeah. weird balance to hit. You know? Yes, for sure is. And and you guys have yeah. made you guys have made other games. This is not your only game. You made um what two other games? It looked like. Yeah, Waterbox and uh, Rocket Fist. So how long have you guys been making games? I didn't I didn't get to see when those games were made. So how long have you been doing this? Well, my first commercial release was with Rocket Fist on May. May 14th of 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, that recent. Yeah, that's a commercial release. We, we made lots of smaller free games before that. Game jams and all. Oh, yeah, and I, I used to work for a mobile game company here in Vancouver. Hey, so. used, used to. <laughs> yeah, I used to. And then, unfortunately, the company went down. Mm-hmm. And I just got together with Daniel and Tiago to to make indie games to live the indie life. Uh, are you finding that dealing with PC games is easier or harder than mobile games? Because we don't really talk to mobile developers, so um, I'd say it's easier. <laughs> yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised because I don't know. There's a re- one of the reasons I don't cover mobile games is because I don't have the brain space for it. But a lot of them just <laughs> aren't very good. You know, like, it's it's rare yeah. to find a really good, solid mobile well, game. Well, you're very limited of the controls, right? So yeah. It's only touch input, so if you want to have, have a button, you've got to put it on the, the screen, and then it's covering part of your screen, and it's not very precise. You can't feel you're touching it. Yeah. It's got to be a really games, simple control. Yeah. Very few games reach the level of quality that you would find on a really, really good um, computer game. Like, I don't know, games like Monument Valley, for example. It's my favorite fit. But it's really hard to find a game like that. You can count in, like, one hand how many games are are that good. Yeah, like, when I had an iPhone, I think the one game that was really good was Space Miner, I think. And that was, like, the best game I played on that platform. Because they got the controls like just right, but like everything, every, most other things were like, eh. And I don't even game on Android. Yeah. Like Android gaming is. <laughs> the thing too is, uh, I, I think they, they they also think that it doesn't need to be the best game because if you're playing this, is because you don't have anything else available at this time. So you're playing at the bus stop, you're playing when you're commuting to work, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's 
you know, it started with the snake game on very, very old games. Oh, and you just oh, yeah. keep playing because then the, you would test the time and it's kind of fun. So I think it's kind of the same still with I, rare exceptions. I did yeah. love the snake game. I did. I played the crap out of that on my old Nokia phone back in oh, the yeah. 90s. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Now we're working on porching the games to consoles, which is a whole oh. other can of worms. Oh, so are these coming to consoles? Is that is that what's next for the Space Cats? Uh, we're not sure about Space Cats yet. We're working on the other two, uh, Waterbox and Rocket Fist for now. Okay. Because I, 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 this would be an amazing Vita game. I know the Vita is kind of a dead platform, but it's so good. What for about the like Switch? <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, the Switch, I think, is going yep. to be the indie platform moving yeah. forward. You think so? It, traditionally, yeah, it's been the Vita up till now, but nobody said Vita at E3. I didn't hear that word. No, well, that's but not everything. It's, it's, it's been like two or three E3s from now. It's been like yeah. no but mention of the Vita. But it's been There's, enduring as the indie platform. But what's going to happen is. Nintendo is going to open up that e-store and well, flood people. And there's already been and, there's already been a lot of developers uh, that have already started signing on with Nintendo to put games out on the Switch because it supports like Unreal uh, the Unreal Engine. It supports um, Unity. It supports these things, so it 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 can do a lot. Oh really? Well, Rocket Fist's coming to the Switch next month. <laughs> yeah, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Does, is Rocket Fist also on Unity? Yeah. You got to compete well, with arms. <laughs> and Rock and Rocket League is coming out on on the Switch as well. So what? I mean, like, there's a lot of. I know yeah, Skyrim is coming out. Sky, Skyrim with like <laughs> Amiibo support. So you can Skyrim with lasers. <laughs> Skyrim with lasers. I'm sure there's a mod. Skyrim with mod. <laughs> I'm sure so, there's a mod. There are mods for that. So like the I have, the, I I have can, a lightsaber. I can easily see a lot of indie developers moving or including the Switch in their um, development. If if that's true, that's going to be just a boondoggle for that platform. You know, that's going to. Well, if they don't, it's it's leaving money on the table. But this one, that wouldn't. Does like to leave money on the table? I was going to say that wouldn't be the first time (laughs) Nintendo's left money on the table. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for the developers. if we want to talk about leaving money on the table for Nintendo, let's talk about that Super Nintendo Mini that's coming out. Anyway. Or the Wii U. On. Wii U. Hello? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Leave my Wii U alone. I, I know. A lot of people love their Wii U, but come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Switch would be a good house for Space Cats with lasers. Don't know if we're going to do it, but it would be interesting. I, I, I've not played a Switch yet, but I, I do want one at some point. But uh, It is a pretty great little machine. Oh, really? Pretty impressive. Yeah, being, being able to play Zelda on the, on the SkyTrain, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, I've, I've heard that the people, I mean, the, the, the very first people who were getting it, they were having issues. But apparently, I know people now that like they just can't get enough of it. They like take it with them everywhere <laughs> and they play the hell out of it. You say it's fantastic. I'll probably get it for Skyrim because, goddamn, portable Skyrim? Jesus. <laughs> I want that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Then I'll, but then I would get nothing done ever. Like, Brian, you've been, <laughs> yeah, in, the, you've been in the bathroom all day, Brian. Are you okay? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you alive in there? <laughs> oh my God. Just slaying a dragon. Got to kill this one Daedric. Um, I got to admit, I'm running out of questions because I'm so tired. Uh, Does anybody else have any questions (laughs) or we can kind of probably cut this? I'm sorry, folks. I'm so tired. This is probably going to be a short episode. So so, uh, you guys working on uh, Space Cats with lasers too? Oh, yes. No, not not right now. At least uh, right now we're just working on the water box for Xbox and Rocket Fist for the Switch. Yeah, and as you can see, we have very different games. Uh, yeah. We like to experiment, and um, uh, nothing. I'm not saying it will never happen, but we're we're happy with where Space Cats is now. Maybe we could add some stuff to it, but Space Cats too. And there's so, there's so many crazy ideas that we have and we want to do that it's hard to just like, oh, yeah, let's make another of the same we already did. It's like, it's done. Let's move on to the next one. And I, I think I, early on I heard somebody mention about mods. Now, are, is there mod support fully? No. No? no there's no, there's mod no mod supports. None? Nope. Well, most of your oh. Skyrim mods will just translate right over. <laughs> Yeah, oh think of God. next game. The next one's actually going to be a game about ladybugs shooting each other and plants and stuff. Oh, really? So, bug brawl. Ah! There, aren't yeah, enough, it's very um, there aren't enough games about bugs, really. Like, I, I don't know if you guys remember an old Sierra game called Battle Bugs. No, I should look that up. Oh, yeah, it was like a... It was like a, it was a it, it, Jesus. It was a... It, <laughs> You guys hear that? Somebody yes. in your car, Brian. If you got to go, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, that's not me. Come on, <laughs> poor time. I'm recording here. Uh, no, uh, BattleBugs was it? Thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a strategy game. It was a real time, I think, strategy game. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just went higher pitch. God damn it! <laughs> Stop it! All right, I think it set the neighbors off. <laughs> Someone's killing the garage, oh, not the car. It's the garage. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Oh well. Do you guys have any more questions? Anybody? No, no, Nothing. Great okay. game, guys. Okay, yeah, yeah we really like this game. Thank Again, you. folks. Space Cats with Lasers. It is $3 on Steam, and, and it's a really solid twin-sick arena shooter experience. If you like like Berserk and Smash TV, but you want to do it with cats, and there's in-game currency where you can add hats and things to make them even more adorable. Uh, mm. But there's also a VR version as well, and that's also $3, if I remember. The VR version is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm it's sure. Currently, uh, yeah, and actually, there is a bundle. I linked it in the stream chat, so you can actually get all five items in the bundle, which includes the DLC. Yeah. Yep. All right. And, so uh, before we wrap up, though, yeah, Brian, yeah, what have what have you been playing lately? Oh, yeah, we never do this. We we always run <laughs> out of time, and we never do this. So good call, Hunter. Let's 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 hit this. Uh, I've been playing logistical and mo- and some Skyrim of late. Uh, logistical. Logistical is it's a, it's a strategic puzzle game. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's amazing. 
Uh, it's basically you have a map of Australia and you have towns and each town needs a thing and and other towns produce that thing. It's and like so, Railroad Tycoon, but with pickup trucks. Sort of. Huh. Cool. I mean, you're not laying down roads. There are roads that are broken that you need to fix, but that involves like taking asphalt to them, to the towns that are connected to them to fix them. Uh, but it's a very actually relaxing game. Like it's great to just move a few trucks around, listen to a podcast while you're playing it. Uh, but then the other day I had a rough day, so I needed to kill a bunch of stuff and not worry about like dying. So I'm like, oh, Skyrim would be good because I have a fairly powerful Skyrim character. Uh, what about you, Hunter? What are you playing lately? Oh, boy. Uh, thanks to Jim, I've gotten myself fairly hooked on Watch Dogs 2. Really? So I've been, yeah, I've been playing through that a lot. And once uh, once you get over the driving mechanic, uh, which is which is better than the first one, but it's still no Grand Theft Auto, hmm. um, it's actually it's actually enjoyable. So I've been enjoying going around through that, um, which is funny because you would think that the, these guys who've made like car racing games in the past with the same engine could make a game that has driving mechanics that we're not suck. Yeah, it's so, the same engine that ran Need for Speed. Wait, what? It makes, yeah, it yeah. makes zero sense why this stuff doesn't work as well as it should. But alas, that aside, it's a it's a much better it's a much better experience. I feel, and this the storylines, the little stuff, the nuances, everything from like the menu music. This this game's got a lot of things in it that just like click with me pretty well. So I've been I've been playing a little bit of that, and uh, of course I've been playing Eve, and because I'm crazy and uh that's roughly about it oh i've been playing a bunch of like board games and, and stuff like that and card games with spaz so which one we've been playing uh, star wars? star realms star, star realms. realms star realms yeah. thank you but from now on we're gonna just exclusively play space rock galactic because <laughs> or yeah, deep, deep rock, rock galactic like, yeah. deep rock galactic <laughs> space dwarf galactic yes is it out yet no, it's no, in a it's, alpha. it's in a it's in a closed alpha. alpha right now. But the alpha is so yeah, much we, fun. We dipped our toe in it for the first time tonight, oh. and, and it was just it, we had to be torn out of there to come in here. It was just like, oh, <laughs> what we're doing a show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we forgot. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, it's pretty intense. Um, Brian will like it because it's got space ants. Oh, not oh, goody. They're not spiders. Yeah. I can, for some reason, I can spiders. deal with ants better than I can deal with spiders. Okay. I don't know Have why. Have you played Astroneer? No, I've not played Astroneer. Brian has not played Astroneer. Okay, so if you took Astroneer mixed with Left for Dead, that's pretty much what this is. Sort of. It's like well, you Astroneer can, you doesn't have tunnels. any fauna in it yet. That's the thing. Right, so. and so so you get like bugs. You know, you'll you'll crack open a wall. And there'll be like a monster spawner, and and it's like pooping out space ants, and uh, and you got to kill that stuff. And like one dwarf's got a flamethrower, the other guy's got a chain gun. Um, then there's the like the pathfinder guy that can shoot uh, grappling hooks, so you can zip line. And then uh, the engineer can drop turrets and put platforms up on the wall. He's got a gun that yeah. actually just like fires a shelf into the wall. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it kind of reminds me that uh, does the the flare gun. And... It, it actually kind of reminds me of the classic game Gauntlet, but remastered, put in space with space dwarves. Oh, that's yeah, that's, it's, it's that's good. It's 
it's like gauntlet minecraft hmm. something yeah 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 it's all good all the time any comparison to gauntlet is a good thing in my opinion any any gauntlet comparison wins in my book no and question. and it does support up to 4 so yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, plus it's got guilds and stuff in it too. What? They were talking about. Yeah. So it's like it's got some persistence between missions because you level up your guy. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. So and then you've got like a ship and you unlock rooms in the ship and Okay, stuff. I'm going to so, have to tie them with this with you guys. And yeah, and whenever whenever you deploy for a mission, everybody climbs into a giant drill and you get fired down into the asteroid. And well, it's amazing. I'm going to I'm going to say that if because our game for Thursday, folks, is Ultimate Space Commando, chosen by the hat. But if we die really quickly in that, which we likely will, um, because that is a, a Space Marine murder simulator. Uh, then maybe, we can just get murdered in an asteroid and yeah, intergalactic. That's what sure. I'm saying. So plan B. <laughs> but I'm going to play that Beastie Boys song, Intergalactic, the entire time. <laughs> and- It'll please don't. Like I'll get a copyright flag. Please, please don't. No, I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll play the, the MIDI. I'll do the MIDI of it. <laughs> MIDI. <laughs> I'll play it through my Roland. That's all I'll do. I'll play it through my Roland. Um, Spaz, what about you? What are you playing? Well, as Hunter mentioned, uh, we've been playing a lot of board games uh, through Tabletop Simulator. We were playing Brass Empire, just as we were playing. Oh God, that's so much fun. Yeah, it's a deck builder just like Star Realms. Very, very cool. Uh, it actually supports up to five players, so uh, at some point, maybe we got to drop into that. Okay. Uh, aside from that, uh, I got into the pre-early access version of Wartech Fighters. <laughs> you bastard. And that's... that's uh, actually, the camera's a little janky at times, but... I'm not even jelly. Actually, you know, it's it's actually really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. It it reminds me of the classic Zone of the Enders in terms Mm. of uh, gameplay. Plus, you've got guns, uh, heavy and light that you can use. And then you can pull out melee. You've got a shield. So, yeah, fun stuff. So so it's basically a Gundam thing as opposed to um, uh, what was that game that Brian loves to hate? The the Strike Suit Zero? But you turn into a turret. Yeah, Strike Suit Zero. Because that enraged you that you basically went into turret mode instead of being able to really do anything as a robot. So, yeah. but in here, I think the focus. Yeah. Is so being imagine, the robot. imagine that uh, strike suit zero without being able to transform, but you have the same sort of movement as. The, oh, that's what I want. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. So, so look forward to that when it's early access. So, uh, our guests, what are you guys playing? Well, it's not really space, but that's fine. I've been playing a lot of uh, renowned explorers, international societies since that's yesterday. A, that's a good game. Love that. Yeah, game. I just grabbed it yesterday, and I put thirteen hours in it. It's, oh my god, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's Is that- a roguelike exploration game of sorts, and you fill up a team, and you're exploring and finding things and doing quests and. The battles are pretty interesting. You're fighting using insults or... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're, try, <laughs> yeah, you're trying to cut at them. You're trying to cut at them with, with... Yeah, you're trying to cut at them with wit rather than like a sword. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool idea and works out really well. It's very challenging as well. I I lost so many times playing on normal. <laughs> yeah, that is 14 really hours to finally game. win one run. Oh my God. 
there's one I forgot to mention. It's a game that is currently on sale called Drift Into Eternity. And Brian, you actually have to get this one at some point. Huh? Yeah, I'll say the, the computer voice is kind of funny when you're running around the ship. And it, it's it's almost like having GLaDOS hanging out yeah, with you. Yeah, the, the, you're the only person on this ship. It is a survival game. The ship has has ejected all of the crew. They've escaped. But since one escape pod was, there was just one escape pod too few, you were chosen to be, well, the sacrifice. It, it, it was like, who is the most expendable person here? That guy. Yeah. So you wake up and everybody's gone. So you have an AI on the ship with you, and the AI will talk to you and be very insulting. And there's even Half-Life 3 references. <laughs> Yes, it's there's a Half Life Three reference in there, uh, which which is just hilarious. That's great. But the other thing is, you have to run around the ship, and the the ship layout changes every time, so you can go between decks and find certain rooms that are locked off between playthroughs. Oh, there's a few rooms that are actually static, but one of the great things about this game is you have to research your way into repairing the ship and getting a safe place to land so you can actually live. Because you're trapped in an asteroid field, your ship's adrift, and, well, maybe you might survive, you probably won't. And you might actually live more than a few days, because, well, you, it, you tend to not live beyond about three days. So so basically you have to be really fast about fixing stuff. I I took oh. the elevator up to, like, the third floor and just, like, wow, shit's on fire. So and, it, and it, the computer's like, um, yeah. If you open a door, fire spreads through open doors. So that's really bad. Uh, yeah, you can get, like, you can get breaches as well, and they they put out this uh, this chemical that's used to uh, power the ship's engines, and it's poisonous, of course. So you breathe too much of it, and you'll die, or you lose too much blood, and you die, or you're carrying too much weight, and you can't move around very much. You break your ankles, and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ways to die. It's sounds like fun, it, sounds like very, an old uh, Sierra Adventure game, where there would a be a little mi- bit. million ways to die. <laughs> Don't fall off that first step, Rosella. No, dead. <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, All right, I, so I may it, record something for it uh, for Rogue Game Junkie when we oh. get a chance. So uh, I think it was it Daniel who said you were playing renowned. Uh, we're not yep. explorers. All right, then what about uh, Guy? What are you playing? Um, so my girlfriend's moving out, and we were going through some of, like, packing her stuff, and we found her, her Wii. And uh, oh. I've been playing a lot of Wii stuff lately. So I was playing, also because I'm hyped for the new Mario, the Mario Odyssey, so I just wanted to play some old Marios. Right now I'm playing Mario Galaxy. Um and just and, and Mario Kart for me, <laughs> if you can believe that. So when she moves out, is there gonna be like a custody battle over the week? <laughs> <laughs> well I think so. <laughs> oh no. I, I, I'm, I'm not letting I'm not letting letting go. 
no, 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 no. I'm sorry. She, she comes no, out every other weekend. She, she's not. She's not moving now. She's just moving to a different place. We, oh, okay. we don't live. We don't live together. So. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant she was moving <laughs> out, and I was just like, oh, well. Sir, so, mo- moving to know. a different place. Moving okay, to a, so okay, so it's fine. Um, no, yeah, I got yeah. I got a Wii recently, and it actually came with uh, Mario Mario uh, Kart Double Dash, which I had never played, and that is some, just fun. That is some fun stuff. Yeah, that is some yeah. really fun stuff. It's oh impressive gosh. how old those games are, and they aged so well. Mario Kart for Wii is still like so much fun, even though like graphics are it's very basic and stuff. It's still really really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, the Star Wars game, the GameCube games. Uh, I've been playing those on the Wii, and uh, they're hard. Oh my god, are they hard? Like, I, <laughs> I, I still can't get past the first mission, the Death Star mission. I I can't pass it. <laughs> like, damn. Yep. <laughs> so did you did you like hack your Wii so it'll run that stuff? Or no, what? no, I I bought it. <laughs> oh, so you have the so you have a Wii that's got the the GameCube. GameCube in it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Wii with the uh, ports on the top. Yeah, I yep. I feel very fortunate to have one of those. Yeah, they're oh, in short. Those too. They're they're that's, hard to find. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I had to hunt oh. through like three different game stops to find one. Oh no! Oh, someone just sold it to me online. I was very happy. <laughs> All right, folks, let's wrap this thing up. Um, just a couple of programming notes tonight. Uh, I mean Thursday, as we said, we're going to be trying to play Ultimate Space Commando. Uh, it's a very challenging game that I've never finished a level of. So well, I don't know how far we'll get in that. Maybe we'll do some Deep Rock Galactic if that doesn't work out. Next third, next Tuesday, we, uh, we are not doing a podcast because it is July 4th here in the States. So uh, we're taking that day off. So no podcast next week. But uh, next Thursday, uh, we'll be ch- picking from the hat. So I don't know what we're going to be playing yet. Um, and I want to thank our guests. I wonder what happened to Tiago. Tell him, yep. uh, tell him thanks for stopping by for as long as he could. Uh, but uh, Daniel and Guy, thank you for joining us talking about Space Cats with lasers. Again, folks, the game is there's two Space Cats games. One is VR, one is without. They're both three dollars, uh, or you can get the full pack for like eight dollars right now. Uh, so it's pretty awesome. So uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you on Thursday with probably two games. Because let's be honest, we're probably going to play Ultimate Space Commando once or twice, die, and then be like, "Let's play Deep Rock Galactic." That's probably exactly. And then what's die, some <laughs> yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll die some more. Exactly. We'll die some more. We'll die some more. So yes, yeah, so that's probably what we're going to be doing. So thanks for uh, watching and listening, folks, and we'll see you next time. Have a good night. Night. Thank you.